Welcome to the podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark, a run with the will. I'm A.R. Paul for Digimon System Restore. Dev Q and I slave away on Wikimon. And because it's Tifa's birthday, we're all here to talk about Sephiroth, or so I'm told. Is that how it's going? That is, now I have yeah, it playing my okay, head. That expl- Finally understand the timing of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I was randomly seeing a lot of Tifa fan earlier, and I'm like, did they announce something new for you? It's like, oh, it's her birthday. It's like, oh man, that's going to make for a terrible opening pun and episode title. Oh no. Episode title is a little far. I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh I, didn't, I didn't say it'd be a reference to her. It's just a bad Sephiroth reference. And you, and One you eyeballed can, angel? Close. <laughs> oh, that was one of them. That was one of the ones I could do. And I decided one-eyed angel doesn't make sense because he has multiple eyes. So it's yeah. some-eyed angel. But we only got to see one. We only got, they only featured one of them this episode. Ten bald angel. True. <laughs> I was not going to say that. I almost said that. Yeah, I'm glad it, it, in my in my I'm head, like, well, I have no shame. No, see, in my head, when I was coming up with the episode, I was, I was almost like, "Is there any sort of testicle joke that would actually work here?" Probably not. No, no, there really isn't. Yeah, but yeah. So, the sword of hope. That that's. It's strange. It's a good episode, but I kind of hate it. <laughs> because it's very much like the reverse of the previous episodes. Yes, it's yeah. a very good episode, but I'm very much annoyed because there's no relevance to now. It was relevant 20 episodes ago when Devimon I, was around, and re- I'm, it's it's annoying. It's like, oh, by the it, way. Well, I I push back on that a little bit. First off, I wouldn't say it's a very good episode. It's a good episode. Very are, good I'm pretty sure you gave it a B plus. B plus is that's, very good. I mean, okay, it's it's very good by reboot standards, I guess. If that's how we're gonna play it. Yeah, see, um, I'm I'm gonna go find I, I'm gonna I, go <laughs> I'm gonna go find an episode no, from another it, no, show. I know, but I'm gonna go find an episode that you gave a B to from another show and go Ooh. Ooh okay. Yeah, see. Yeah. I don't know. Bs I'm generally don't I don't uh I don't attach myself to as much, even if they're, I mean, they can be again, fun episodes. I just don't necessarily think they're great. No. Um, what I, I push back on the whole idea of this doesn't matter anymore is I consider this more about Angemon. Yes. Than I do I, about Devimon. I, Devimon I, is a really, it's a really stupid way to present it. Yes. That's my it's, issue. Because it's nice, yeah, it is, it is, it is nice to have de- to give somebody a little more, drama and self-doubt and just you know somebody asking questions about themselves is like can i really hold it together through all this or am i going to even am i going to inevitably succumb and what the hell is this going on this crap with with you know if i'm if i'm getting stronger than so is devimon like that's that i will sucks. say i will say i'm very i think we're all very much happy that we did not get the hyper literal oh he called him a friend once or twice Therefore, it means they were buddies in the past. I think we're all very happy they didn't do that. And people are actually upset about that. Really? Really? Yes. I I saw people who were actually like, (laughs) who were like, well, why'd they give us all those clues that they used to be friends? It's like the the lying bad guys said it once or twice. 
they are they are, you know they're linked together just based on how they exist. And I, I and, didn't, I, you know, I, that's going to lead to that's going to lead to an established relationship where they're going to trigger each other. And that's it, sort of and, how it goes. And that's the and other. Then they st- that's the other thing that's and both. Then they kiss. That's the other thing that's both stupid and makes perfect sense. Is that it is such a comic book thing to do the oh because you're there. And we're two sides of the same coin. I will never really die. Oh, I yeah, will... it's not exactly. It's not novel. No, but, but it's, it's better like, than I, it's I, better I, than the sort of plot setups we've been getting in the past. I didn't like it when the Century did it, and the Century is the example everyone always brings up for this plot, and it wasn't that good then. If anyone doesn't really know, do. the the Century is Marvel's version of Superman. Ah, uh, mm. I, yeah, I do not really do. Yeah. yeah, I don't really do. I don't really do comic books. So yeah, it, like, it, it's not even what you even do then. This even then, like the trope isn't exactly no. It's a not thing. Like no, it's, it's, it's really definitely not. a cliche. It's definitely a cliche. I'm just you know. But I'm it, taking it, what I'm taking. What I'm getting. No, at this I agree. Point. I think the reason why the cliche bothers me is is it's so unnecessary for Digimon specifically, where it just does. It, I mean, it's, it's not characters even, it's come not back even in the franchise. It's not even new to it's not even new to Digimon. No, like, that was I the know. Whole Leomon, that was the whole Leomon Ogremon thing in the very original part of it. Eh. Part of uh, like the very first arc of of Digimon, I remember Leomon and Ogremon being introduced that way, and well, that didn't uh, that didn't turn out. Well, to be no, no, no. I I mean the literal coming back to life through the person. I'm not even convinced that was like. genuinely coming back to life like that that i i like to imagine that whole thing being in angemon's head Eh. it's like it's just oh at the the end probably but i think it was oh yeah yeah at the end i think it was meant to take it as literal that at any moment devimon could theoretically pop out yeah i think it was you know the way i sort of picture it is the devimon popped out as a as a sort of you know the the weak-ass clone that they all are in angemon sort of powered him up because Angemon's stuck in his head. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. That uh, kind of made sense. And we didn't even, like, we that, didn't even... That's, that made it work for me. And I know that's weird. I know yeah. it's being weird. No, you're not, you're not wrong. It, that's, we, we didn't it, even that's... talk about how they got to that point, which is Joe seeing is... a green moon while feeling sick is actually really good setup. If I'm being honest, it really is because you don't necessarily, it's like the digital world. How do you know a green moon is weird? Yeah. And it's it is the the whole Sephiroth Mon thing is sort of strange in the sense oh, that no, it's, it's, it's very it's there, it's... well it's it's just sort of a divided you know the whole attention of this episode is really focused on Anchimon and Devimon yeah. the whole Sephiroth Mon thing is that sort of could be its own thing and it sort of gets completely lost in the shuffle. I actually don't I actually don't mind Devimon it being set up to be honest. I actually think think it worked rather well as setup. Although I will say, I think we all kind of were expecting a lot more of Sephirothmon. Didn't it kind yeah, of feel I like? Yeah, I could have used. Yeah, I could have used more with it. You know, maybe maybe it being set up for something a little less flary uh, than Devimon Angemon, but yeah, something less like that. Oh, and just, I, you know, I setting up something a little more, something more related. Oh, I think they did to the main story. I think they did. I think the best part of the episode was Commandamon's tail being like <laughs> a little helicopter. And well, he's happy. he's done that before. 
I know, like underwater. I mean, we all like but... seeing it. But yeah, there, there, there was some setup there even before the guide listings, which we'll get into later. There was one specific moment with Sephiroth Mondians that they did. I went, oh no, I know exactly what they've just told us. I know exactly what they've just done. I know who's showing up later. And then I saw the guide listings and went, yep, exactly what I'm thinking is going on is going to happen here. But yeah, I, I, I liked the episode. It just had moments that annoyed me. And I really would have, and I understand why they couldn't have cheated and given us the episode earlier. Because one, they wanted Angemon to pop up one more time and then get fried for a bit. You can't, and they don't want Holy Angemon yeah. to pop up that early. I, I get uh-huh, why. For sure. For sure. I get why this one was now. But just that bit of background might have been really nice when you had, you know, like Tokemon staring at him and Devamon being really fucking upset about that for reasons we're not aware of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How yeah, nice like it would goes it back and it it goes back and explains that stuff well after we stopped caring. Yes, and that's my issue with it. Is is sure? Oh yeah, and no, I, no, and no, I, that's completely legitimate. No, and I understand why people are happy to get the information anyways at this point. But at this point, it's like, when was the last time Devimon in any in any even small way mattered? Yeah, at least twenty episodes ago. And that's what bothers me is, yeah. is and yeah, and here's the thing: I like the episode. It's just that as a crux moment kind of annoys me because it also gets back to oh, the Angemon corruption stuff, which hasn't been relevant at all. That was like a specific thing to that bit of the the show, and that yeah. was it. But so, I, but that's the thing is I this is again you know hoping they they build on stuff that half the time they don't build on. But I don't think we're done talking about Angemon. No, I don't think we are either. But yeah, good episode. Some weird, annoying stuff. But at the very least, some of this stuff is going to be followed up on, like Sephirothmon rushing yeah. off. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then next episode we get... Oh, wait, actually, before the next episode, even if it was just a quick flash, wasn't it nice for a small mention of Ogremon? Yeah. Yeah, that I was... I actually liked the way that... Just a, yeah, they really... They, they kind of did that well. It's like just a half-second yeah. moment where he well, gets like, oh, yeah, that was a... And then he it, gets smashed off. It's the same It's the same way they did uh, Wizardmon and Shy that I liked, where... They yeah. show us something, yeah. and then they just move on from it. They don't linger and kind of ruin the moment. Yeah, they just go, okay, remember yeah. that? That was a thing. Cool, move on. Yeah. And then next episode is Villains of the Wastelands, which... I literally... <laughs> and people seem happy that we might be getting the Agumon fetus as a character. <laughs> And that and that's one of those stupid things that proves it doesn't actually matter if a show's good or bad. People were flipping the fuck out. And it's like, really, the weird little Agumon with the giant head and the shitty name is what's gonna make people flip out. <laughs> wait, let, okay, wait, let's this wait. This is this is all set up for Bun being the final yeah. enemy. Okay, wait, let's see if I can say the enemy. name from let's see if I can say the name, ready? Adamakichimon. That sounds you, about you right. Ooh, close enough. Does yeah, but, and it's, but, it's good for Mark's standards. Yeah, but yeah, it's like—is that really the thing that's going to make people flip out? Is this a slightly different Agumon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Uh, they and need that, to get all the slightly yeah. different Akumans in here. Hey, let, let's be honest. If we saw Hakase, we'd all flip this shit out. 100%. <laughs> and then we have guide data, which we won't go over the descriptions, which are very interesting, but we will go over the titles. Episode 48 is Mugen Draman's Attack. Yes! 49, Yay. The Evil God Descends, Millennium On. Hey, that thing you're trying to prevent, guess what they don't do? Episode <laughs> episode 50, episode 50, finale. I've not read the summaries, by the way. I'm yeah. just going off the titles. Finale, so The Ultimate game. Holy War. It isn't. And episode 51, which AR has been complaining about this for months, and he'll finally get to complain about it when they actually do it, The Mystery Hidden in the Crests. Episode fifty one. One. Now, we're finally talking now, about I the will say, that they've been I, using since the very first episode. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to go into these. I am going to say one thing about one character showing up because I hope it will finally reveal who did something earlier. In episode fifty one, we get Wisemon, and it feels um, like it feels like if we don't get some answers there, um, we're all going to be a little pissed. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about, and you better be right. It, it better be him who upgraded the fucking tablet. Yep. <laughs> although, I will say, honestly, although I will say like this. Perf- that is the perfect yeah. candidate to do it, too. Yeah. And the only other thing I'll say from the descriptions, I like that Wisemon is introduced to them by Garbamon. I like yeah, that he's coming I know, back. I did notice that. That was cool. That's yes. cool. If, hey, we were yeah. buddies in college. Yeah. So basically, Wisemon better be the... Jedi slash Leomon info dump that we've been expecting for a long time. It feels like it needs to be. Yeah, but we'll what see. If it's like an info info dump that's actually completely wrong. That's happened oh, in that shows before. Be fun! I love that. That's a that's a trope that doesn't get used often. Yeah. Enough, oh, I'd, the, I'd the love info dump that is completely. Or wrong. that or that it's a purposeful lie. Or yep, they just can't fucking too. read. Because in, in fact, oh, I wait, just translated yeah. that fact, horribly. In fact, wasn't that how Wisemon was introduced in Cross Wars? Was that he was trying to steal stuff from them or something along those lines? It before was, he changed it was his kind mind? of hostile. I mean, it was kind of hostile at first. Like he was yeah. trapped away in, in some weird subspace, and and then they beat up Archidamon. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm coming with you assholes now. Yeah. It'll be a learning experience. I liked Wisemon in Cross Wars. I remember there being Doctor Who references in that one. Maybe I imagine those. Mm, I feel like those were imagined, but they were fair. I can easily understand how you would make such a like connection because it kind of fit. It might have also. It also might have. It also might have been a dub thing because the first half of Fusion they they threw references for sure in there. Yeah. So, and I'm kind of curious if this is a case where we'll get a returning actor, because Wiseman's actor really did well as that character. And he's yeah. and he's still doing he's like in Toei shows right now. I think he's in um Die, I think. So we'll There's see. There's a chance of it considering even having like a lot of returning actors for various small characters. Actually, I, I think he was I think he was Leviathan in Atmon, wasn't he? Oh, I think I don't fucking remember. Even try. even then, that's not entirely relevant because Atmon is now a few years old. Even no, uh, no, I know, but it means that 
that he's one of those people who's on their Rolodex. Sure, sure. So I, I would love to see him pop back, but I could also easily see it being someone else. So we'll see. Um, and mm-hmm. we, I promised I was going to do this. Break the Chains, availability outside Japan. Basically, it didn't change from when we talked about it, but Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube Music, Odatoy still has it, and it is still misspelled on some places. Ooh, I gotta add that on Spotify for sure. Yeah. Also, um, he was Leviathan. Okay, I thought he was. It's one of those things yep. where I'm pretty sure I wrote it in some article when they announced the casting, and it's like, oh, it's Wisemon, and then it's just been sitting there for years as worthless information. So yeah, but yeah. So um, and on at least one of the stores, I believe they only spell his name in Japanese. So searching comes up a bit iffy. I don't remember which one it is though. But yeah, so I'm very curious why this one's available and some of the other ones are not though from him. But yeah, at least it's there. And then streaming stuff gets weird. Uh, Adventure 02 streaming generally in the same regions on Crunchyroll that Adventure 01 was streaming, so not for us. And in various places, Episode 1 either appear- is missing or does not have subtitles. So... That's working nicely. I mean, I mean, to be fair, the last time I saw the subtitles they have that Toei made was when they did them... Um, in like 2007, and they were almost unreadable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're whole, kind of. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> so hopefully, the quality garbage. is the same. Hopefully, they'll have polished them a bit. I think were these were on Netflix at one point, right? Yeah. Uh, Netflix or Hulu? It was. Hulu, I believe maybe. it was. Ne- I believe it was Netflix subbed. It was the first three. I think. I think they polished them up well, a bit. Well, Hulu. Zero Two's been on both Hulu and Netflix at points. Yeah, but but, it's there now, dubbed. I just don't think it's ever been there subbed, I mean. Yeah, subbed, I don't know. And I don't know about the movies. Yeah, so good luck watching without the first episode. And then for Children's Day, Nihon... There's a a recap, you'll be fine. (laughs) And then uh, Nihon Ega, which is, you know, a Japanese, like, hardcore film-type premium channel, is streaming popular franchise movies for Children's Day, which is, you know, the last day of Golden Week. The adventure movies there, Children's War Games there, and various other films that I was too lazy to list because I didn't care and didn't want to think up how many different disclaimers I had to put on them. I worked on this one. Discotech did this one, but it's before I was there. I decided I'd write other films and then leave it at that. Are any of them directed? Are any of them directed by Hosoda? Uh, yeah, they one of his one piece oh. movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, okay. it was it was that it was yeah. um one of the um. God, what, what what? One of the um, Simpson type shows that's always at the top. Oh, uh, Sasei-san. Uh, the other one. Shinchan. No, um, um, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. w- a movie based on one of those. There was a uh, Cagliostro, and oh, and uh, the second um, uh, Lum movie. Oh man, okay. I, I 
Man, I saw that. I got. I saw that. I saw that and got PTSD because had just finished working on the first Lum movie, and it was. Well, the producer was joking with me on Twitter about how I was throwing stuff at him. Uh, and to Galhart, no, not Asumatsu-san. Oh, that's a good guess. One second, I'll pull up the... There was a new ratings list just the other day, so I'll be able to find it like... You yeah, said. there you go. Uh, ratings, ratings. Wah-wah. Ratings. Okay, here we go. TV ratings for a uh, week ago. Hey, it was Sazay-san. I thought it was Maruko-chan, but oh, Sazay-san looks better. Oh, you wasted all that time to prove I was right. Thank you. Oh, oh <laughs> I'm not looking at the actual film page. I'm looking at the ratings list and just going, I think it was Sazay-san. <laughs> it could be neither of those, and I could just be completely wrong, which is quite possible. Let me, let me take my victory lap, and let's move on. <laughs> yeah, and those will also be re-airing after Children's Day a few times. And then we have the new Digimon calendar, which I don't know. I still like that they're doing this. If I'm being completely honest, like it's yeah pleasant. It's helpful although, for us. Although sure. the April, although the April one was inaccurate, they didn't um, have. Um, there was no. I can't remember the damn name now. Um, hard battle. Daddy? There wasn't one last yeah. week. Some of these weekly ones, I just assume they put on. As a rule, yeah, that was my guess. So, and then every so often they yeah. not have one for whatever reason. Yeah, so like best... if we're having it, it'll be on this day. Yeah, yeah. So, so not much super interesting. This time. mostly stuff we knew, but there will be some type of fair adventure collaboration on the thirtieth, which I don't think we have the information for this yet. It's hard to tell sometimes because collaboration might just mean products are coming out and it could be products we've seen and just forgotten about and then they detailed a few things the vital bracelet app they're still hoping to get out after mid-may um they closed uh, sorry not not did close will close pre-orders for the 0.5 dim card set on may 31st so nab those so we don't have to deal with scalpers it's like 15 bucks. Buy two of them and stash one away. And then they announced that June will have a DigiNavi, which they call Digimon is Hot this Summer, the latest information big release special. <laughs> uh, they, will show the they will show the fourth Vital Bracelet short, a lot of content, Vital Bracelet, something about Digimon partners, information on product. Ooh, Maybe they'll finally announce that the site's so big that we that we have to close with the will. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what am yeah. I going to do? What am I going to do with all my new free time? Yeah. I might, I might have time to watch mo movies outside of work. Yeah, so I did. We have it. to rename the podcast again. Did we ever really rename it the first time? I thought you had something with you and Victor. Uh, I was helping with a few episodes of his podcast when um. His co-host wasn't around, and yeah. then at some point it was just like, "Eh, just we'll just make just restart it, do with will." And then he just decided, then he just his time and podcast priority shifted, yeah. and then and then you were dumb enough to hang around. My mistake. Yeah, but yeah, so DigiNavi in June is the main focus here. 
Oh, that's not going to be fun. I'm I'm not old, but I'm starting to get too old to hang around for four or five a.m. streams and then trying to keep up with them. I think most people are shocked that I even do that. I mean, I would, but I'd rather be playing Pokemon Snap at five in the morning. (laughs) I know better. Yeah. See, you just wake up and see what's been posted and go, oh, that wasn't worth my time. It's great. I will say, though, I will say more or less, now that people understand what DigiNavi is, now that there's been multiple of them, it feels like we're not getting quite as many random people just getting upset. Which yeah. is neat. Minus the people well, so showing. The last one, correct me if I'm wrong, the last one was okay. Like, the last well, one had some stuff in it. The last one was one of those ones where it's the hosts and everything kind of their personalities coming through. Because, which is strange because outside of Digimon stuff, I don't think anyone who would be watching it, at least in the West, would know who, like, Kokolo is or who the hosts are. Because I. Don't think they've done anything outside of, you know, Digimon stuff for us. But yeah, so. And then the Digimon X news continues. The black and red's up for pre-order. We get to see the purple and red, which also has orange. It also seems strange that a lot of people seemingly never saw the box art before, which, I mean, we saw that at DigiNavi, but people seemed very... Like, trying to logically figure stuff out looking at the box. and I don't think there's been any change from DigiNavi for these, has there? Hard to tell. I mean, it I'm was pretty, really, pre- really tiny on DigiNavi. But yeah, it looks basically I, the same. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is identical. So, yeah, and the problem is then it gets weird because Bandai begins to talk and everyone goes... Are they changing stuff, or did someone make a copy-paste error? Because they talked about training three Digimon at the same time. Now, the X in Japan did let you do that, but it's not quite that. It's you train one, and you can have two paws, and you can swap them in and out. That's technically the same time, but not really. And then where it gets more confusing is they talk about how there's 107 Digimon to train in battle. There's no way any of us know to combine different versions of the X, even, you know, like 1 and 2, 1 and 3, 2 and 3, whatever, to get that number. It appears it's a copy-paste from the 20th anniversary V-Pet. And, of course, the four Digimon shown on the screen from Photoshop, none of them are in the Xs. And we'll we'll have more to say about the X's later, but quality control. See, that's not even really quality control, because I do quality control, and ninety nine percent of the time I wouldn't see stuff like this if I was working on the product at all. I wouldn't be looking at this in most cases. This is they probably whoever's putting this together probably thinks it's an update to the last one. And that's the information they have to put it together. But we'll see. Oh, hey, they could always spring it on us that they've actually added new stuff. They've done it before, but I doubt it. I will say I don't like the um, purple and red as much as the green and blue. 
the weird '90s vomit color. The best the joke thing is like the red X doesn't go or, with the purple like and the orange. Yeah, they they should have like shifted that color like a little bit darker so there was better contrast. I still think the best comment was the person who put up the uh, photo of the the cup and goes <laughs> and goes give this the give this the the X antibodies given to this cup and then you get the Digimon X. <laughs> so yeah, and then the Metabots X Digimon Dim card is up and we have the evolution tree and. So this is where we look at it, and a lot of people are like certain aspects of this seem lacy. And Metabots fans actually came to the informational. There's stuff specific to this that is actually specific to the way things work in the MetaWatch toy. That that yeah, that was what I figured. Yeah, got the uh, the the chains. Yeah, uh, the first three appear to just be them figuring out a way to not use Meta B as yeah. child form. Yeah. But the incomplete Metabee and Rokusho actually is, seems to be based on how you collect parts for a new Metabot in the game, where you have to get mm-hmm. the parts one by one until yeah. you complete them. So I actually, I actually think that's a neat way to integrate it in. It's just one of those things where none of us have ever looked at that toy in detail to realize, oh, this is actually like a way of integrating something from that brand into the yeah. themed card. Yeah, so it makes sense, and that's neat. Fit a, fit a different shaped peg into a different shaped hole, yes. and this is what you come up with, um, and it's kind of cool. So including Greymon and Groomon as filler isn't quite right, but you know what I mean. It makes sense. Yeah, you gotta you gotta um, lead up to yeah. the, the higher forms. Yeah. Uh, I will say my biggest complaint here is, does it feel like the sprites for the three Metabots themed after Digimon don't look metabody enough. Yeah, that's for sure. I, the the War Greymon one, especially. Yes. Yeah, that one especially. You could easily look at that one and not realize it's not just War Greymon. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the the Ometamon sprite looks. Man, th- that's an Asmaria sprite. That's a sprite themed after his art <laughs> if I've ever seen it. it. It's that's all I can say about that. Yeah. And um but yeah the price is good. It's base eight bucks actually really good. And pre-orders have closed because they kind of were inundated with people buying them, so they said pre-orders are closed, we will reopen pre-orders with a new shipping date for further orders. Because people That's really wanted good. this. Yes. Yeah. You can just hear someone at Bandai going what other brands should cross over? Right. More yeah. Vocaloid. Yeah. See, I That's can see a, I can see a bunch of the other monster franchises trying to knock on their door saying, hey, can we get on this next year? See, the Hatsune Miku one, as much as dev jokes, that actually would work. Although I feel like it's kind of too late at this point. Like, we already had that collaboration. Oh, no, I just realized what it's going to be. Care Bears? No. Popples? Nope. <laughs> what, collab- what collaboration has popped up a few times? Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty. Yep. Hello Kitty. Yep. Can't, can't, and you could just stick them all there and then have like the final one just be normal Hello Kitty. Or Hello Kitty with a Super Saiyan hair. 
Wait, what if it's like a use... Hello Kitty styled after Monzaemon? You can use these oh, in fighting, true. right? Yeah, yes. And I believe they actually clarified that they've decided they will register the characters on the app properly, and which is stuff that I believe they weren't going to originally because it wasn't going to be sold originally. It was being included with yeah. one special... So it looks like now they're treating and, it fully as a dim card. Yeah, then we absolutely need a Hello Kitty dim card. Yes. See, the problem there is, is they could easily say it's only going to come with a $500 plush of... What's the penguin? Baditz Maru? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's going to come with the penguin plush. And we're going to be sitting there going, oh, this fucking penguin. It's going to be like I that... I prefer cinema roll. It's going to be like that stupid plush of Meikuman, which I specifically remember in an early episode with Victor. Victor, like, no one's going to buy this plush. I'm like, I think you're underestimating how much people like Try and like that character. And it was gone in like an hour and a half. Yeah, Yeah, I wanted it. That was a really cute, gigantic. And then they they kept reprinting it for the pop-up stores where you'd see just like waves of them sitting there. The store would open an hour later, they'd be gone. Yeah, um, there's something like $700 on eBay. It's like, I yeah. don't need it that. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. have, I have a little make. I, I was lucky enough to find a little Meikuman at a convention, and yeah. looking at those, I feel so inadequate. They really made it. And that one was so popular, they kept doing them for other characters, because that's where that specific plush line started, I think. It was Meikuman, wasn't it? The quote unquote yeah, life size ones. Uh, Agumon, Gabumon, Tailmon. Tailmon. Yeah. Did yeah. they made a Terramon one of them. No, uh, but they, they a different line. No, the, they, uh, they make no they make giant Terramon so often it's easy to yeah. get lost. And here's yeah. the thing, I could be wrong, and they did make a Terramon in that line, and I wouldn't know because giant Terramon I mean, show Terri- up every six months. Terramon is also a little smaller than those other guys, so you could make yeah. a life size Terramon, and it would still be it wouldn't be that huge. True. Like, technically, I have a life-size Patamon. <laughs> yeah. And then cards. So, we're starting to get, like, the real previews for Booster Set 6. So, from a... We're not... This is from a poster. Uh, Pulsemon. Which, neat-looking card. Need better art of it. Bulkmon. That's some great Street Fighter-ass art, I have to say. For Bulkmon. <laughs> <laughs> like that that's 100% a Hadouken or a Shoryuken. Like yeah. that's nice that's yeah. nice artwork for him. Um and then it starts to get weird. So we get Makamon racing Agumon from Digimon Racing and this isn't like oh it's Agumon <laughs> in a car. It's literally Agumon in the car from Digimon Racing's Japanese yeah. cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he looks very frustrated yeah. by Machmon's progress. Yeah, and it should then, have been Gabumon, honestly. I, I mean, that would have. I think it's funnier to see Agumon because he was so big on the cover; it's easier to like yeah. remember. Yeah, um, it's definitely a. It's def- you you want to throw back to the racing yeah. game and not last, last week's yeah. episode. And then to get even stranger, when the formal daily previews began, they went up. I'm looking. I'm like, I fucking do this already. It started with Flamon and Strabimon, which is, I, unless I'm mistaken, exactly how Booster Set 4 began. I, it I was. could have sworn those ones, we've had them before. 
We did. It was the first formal previews we got for Booster Set 4, and then again for 6, although the art really looks nice here. Like, really good. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Strabby one is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to see the packaging for Booster Set 6 finally. Which, no surprise, it has the Kazuna Digimon on it. But we also got to see the first of the parallel card vote winners, and it's Valder Arm, which we knew he was going to be there, but it really is hard to comment on art from this game because almost every card just has great art. Like, there's been like two or three that have been sufficient, and that's about it. (laughs) So yeah, so we'll see more of those. And with a month to go... We have all the U.S. art for Booster Set 4, uh, the starter decks for 4, 5, and 6. Most of, we've seen all of these before from Japanese version, but nice to get them. And man, yeah. I really... Then all the promo cards, and I really fucking hate the card list on the English site. <laughs> Any promo card based on an existing card does not get put in the promo card list. It goes, w- it, it goes with the where the card number would go, which means have to more directly really pay attention to what I'm looking for. Because it also means going through basically every booster set to make sure there isn't a new promo card that I'm not aware of. Which is really annoying. And I'm still very confused by that one Rise Greymon card. We don't have the normal version of that promo card yet, but the winner's card they're jamming two to a premium pack. And that's strange because they're so stingy with the promo cards in the US version, and that one was actually hard to get in Japan. So yeah. Um, Fun Digica, they did another match with Rox Chiba. Appears to be more serious this time. And uh, Sutaya has a little reversible playmat. I'm trying to decide if I like this playmat or if it's just really, really cheap looking. Maybe both. Because it's just the Agumon art holding the card, but it's only a silhouette. So, like, they could clearly print this with only, like, four or five colors. So, I I don't know. I I like it, but it looks kind of cheap. I'll vote both on that one. Yeah. That makes sense. And then, poll results... Which attribute is your favorite? And man, is there no fucking surprise here? Vaccine, yeah. virus, data-free, unknown variable. The, the Look close- at unknown sneaking ahead of variable. <laughs> I'm pretty That's sure the. All I got. That's, I'm yeah. pretty sure the last three only get votes if you can specifically think of one Digimon you, and you go, "I'm gonna vote because he's there." Yeah, really. And I like how in their comments they basically suggest that they think Vaccine won because of Akumon and Omegamon. I mean, they're the quote-unquote good guys. Yeah. And then Digimon Profile decided they had to throw out a lot last time. last uh, Over the last week. So, we get a report on vehicle Digimon with, along with some great art of Agumon Hikase with the Mechanorimon. <laughs> and man, he just looks so fucking happy. Well, that's a throwback, too, because Genai, or Genai always wrote uh, yeah. wrote a Mechanorimon in the series. Yep. And then they went back and updated 
Digimon profile number three to actually record the digit the Agumon drawing song. <laughs> I did and, not listen to that yet. I have to. Yeah, and then Digimon Classroom at the same time put up episode ten where it reveals that they're the ones actually singing the song. and Marias wanted to comment on the weirdness that once again where things aren't checked so the reference book uses Dun Devimon the show translation uses Dun Devimon the card uses Dan Devimon yeah yep (sighs) not much to say there minus yep and then, oh, what, what, how exciting! It's another new poll with no relevance to anything, minus to Digimon profile. Which Digimon would you want to take a ride on during your travels in the digital world? The good boy. It's, I know, I'm like, I really want to convince myself to vote Trailmon, but yeah, it's, it's the good boy. It's Commandomon. But Matt, so we, we've joked about it. Do we actually think that now this is just on purpose so they don't have to deal with shitty responses? We've we've certainly joked about it. I don't know. It's like how much how much of dealing do they have to do with with shitty responses? Well, the idea like, is, is there this, really. Any- oh no, I mean, but I, in theory, the reason why they put up those sorts of polls is they're hoping to gain additional information. And if they're not gaining information from it, then it's just noise. So they've sort of moved from polls that you could actually understand why they're putting them up, even if it doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense, to mm-hmm. here's a nice thing and here are five choices you can choose from. Hooray. See, I don't it's mind like doing it just engagement for... polls. Yeah, like this is just a, th- a fun thing to do. Like you yeah. can do just fun polls. No, I know, but it feels purposely different than it did. Yeah. So let's do a what what percentage here is is Komondomon going to get? Thirty-five. What's everyone? At least what was 30. that? Thirty-five. I yeah, I think because there's like eight, gonna, there's eight choices, most of which I can see ranking high at random. I could see Mechanorimon ranking. I could see I Trailmon see ranking. Mechanorimon and Trail Trailmon will get some votes yeah. for sure. Komondomon, Mockmon will, Com- Mokomon will, Grand Lokomon will. But Komodomon's going to win, right? I yeah. expect you. Yeah. I could see... I could see Trailmon winning. I think Komodomon's going to get oh. at least 45%. It wouldn't shock gonna, me. 35 go, just seems more reasonable there. to me. Yeah, so you, I, think, yeah, that's, you think it's going to be a Komodomon blowout, basically. I think it's going to be a Komodomon blowout. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is the new show's really fucking popular. I think Komodomon is really fucking popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that closes May 12th, so you have nine days. And then we'll see what pops up after. And then more tamers. More can, tamers. So he, 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 also, he also clarified to someone asking about the blog, there are no plans for an anime sequel to tamers, period. Period. This is not the the blog is not him hinting at he he no yeah, he, and there's there's nothing no, in there that is him hinting at anything. no and he <laughs> he specifically said there are no plans he's trying to find a different way at this point I assume that is a reference to stuff like Riku Sanju doing um 
uh, Fudo Pie. I I could absolutely see. Like I can absolutely see him coming out with like a a side story or like a, a not necessarily a light novel, just some sort of he writes his own fanfic. Well, or no, see, see, I I th- he keeps track of brands. We've seen that. Like when he talked about bringing Tamers back, he talked about try quite a bit and how that would be the way forward for Tamers. Sure. And he's also a huge Toku fan. I think he's looking specifically at Fudo Pai, which is Rico Sancho, who was the head writer for Cross Wars and did uh, Common Rider W, did a manga sequel to Common Rider W. And that was half a decade ago. Manga did well, and now they're doing it as an anime. Mm. I'm just saying because he already had done a Tamer side story before. But that was also so. published with proper yeah, art yeah, and yeah. everything. Uh, it, the 1984 one, I yeah. think. Yeah, 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 the 1984 one. But yeah, initially that was a proper published story. Like, we don't think well, of I'm it that saying, way. I'm not, saying, how- I'm not saying this wouldn't be, you know, like he wouldn't go through the channels. No, like see, I, official, no see, I assume it would be official because otherwise what's the point? Yeah, no, I and think that it sort of logic is what I'm saying. Yeah. It'd just be something light like that. Yeah. yeah. This is the type of thing where I may not even have time to go through these this week, so I may just do double next time. So we'll see. But yeah. God damn, he, he talks oh, a lot. Such good stuff. There's a lot of it good is. stuff in here, too. Yeah, and th- that's one of those things that's not in the questions, but most people ask, well, how do you decide what to put? And it's literally, I pull it up. I have the whole page machine machine translated quickly. I scroll through it and look for any time when he's not just saying what happens in the show. You know, meaning like anytime he has something Mm -hmm. to actually say, I stop, I read it, I put it through other machine translators, and then I have to stop and go piece by piece to see if there's actually something worth Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is what like there's just some really random stuff here, like the fact that he like bought models his, his serial drama writing after L.A. Law. Yes, that was <laughs> that, Yeah, that's one of those ones where I believe I didn't even have to translate that because he wrote it in English. Oh, <laughs> I believe that one he actually wrote L.A. Law, and it, like he was explaining what L.A. Law was, and I'm just like, am I okay right now? Like. <laughs> You know, it's one of those moments. Yeah, yeah, and that there's a the, the other thing I really liked was the fact that he he pointed out that um yeah he realized that Takato that there's that little mini rift between Takato Hirokazu and Kenta didn't get resolved right away because he didn't think it'd be realistic. I'm like that's that's a nice touch, and that's one of the that's that sort of thing is one of the reasons I really like Tamers is little touches like well, that. One of the things I like about these. Because it's one of those things that it feels like people have gotten very picky about that sort of thing in recent years, is the idea that everything has to make sense. Mm-hmm. And there, there's times when he will simply go, the characters do this, and it doesn't make any sense at all, and then he moves on. Or he'll make a yeah. joke about it, like Harrymon falling into uh, Jenry's arm. And it's like, he just fell off a building. He should, like, <laughs> smash into him. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I and he just goes, I guess it's different with Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but like and, it's it's nice. Like you keep his ears it, are full of helium. Yeah, yeah. He's thinking about he's thinking about not necessarily physics, but you know, yes. thinking about character motivations yes. and stuff. And that that's what I'm. That's what and, I and, I and, like and also and also Ultraman a lot, <laughs> and a lot of Ultraman. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. 
There, there's no time that I've seen him be so excited as when I mentioned something about Ultraman on Twitter. And yeah, I, got, I think almost yeah. all of the conversations with him I've had are about Lane. Like, I don't think I've ever really yes. talked to him in any depth about Digimon. Yes, it, it, he's very excited to talk about... Well, because I think everyone asked about Digimon. Yeah. He's very, he's very excited about U- Ultraman and Kamen Rider is all he wants to talk about. <laughs> and, oh, and Gamera. And, yes. The giant flying turtle. That, that'll come up again in the Davis arc a few times. Oh, that that's going to come up a lot. Because I'm pretty there's sure... A couple, there's a couple kaiju battles in the Davis arc. Yeah. Yeah, you can very much, like, when you read his writings and then think about him, and then think about what's in Tamers, it's like, man, he really just wants to write Godzilla. <laughs> like, and he's yep, written he's, he's written Ultraman and that stuff a lot, but man, he really loves that. It's, he really loves it. And then, so yeah, so, um, and... I wonder if he'd be interested in writing a police procedural. <laughs> Does Bubblegum Crisis 2040 count? Is, is LA Law yeah. the one they're bringing back? <laughs> I don't know. Who can keep track anymore? Watch it be like a buddy cop show with uh, Hirokazu and Kenta. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Oh my god, it is LA Law. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking bringing... They're doing a sequel to LA Law. Oh, it's a sequel? God. God, is TV just fucking broken nowadays? Like, like you gotta I'm, keep a, you gotta keep these ancient, antiquated franchises alive. You can't let them just die. L.A. Law ended in 1994. Like, who remembers how L.A. Law ended? No, but I'm saying well, it's well, not you said they're doing a sequel and not a reboot. That's what. Uh, I'm, no, I assume that means that it's a. Re- I assume that means it's going to be a reboot, and one okay. character will have the name of someone else, and other characters will cameo. Oh, okay. when, when I hear se- when I hear sequel to a show that hasn't been around for thirty years, mm-hmm. I assume that's. I'm not assuming Star Trek Picard here, where it's going to be one old guy walking around. I expect it's going to be someone in their thirties that we've seen on another show who has the same last name. Yeah. The sad thing is this stuff works, especially oh, it just getting does. with new audiences. My ups- my, ups- my ups- kid, <laughs> go ahead. My kid, the, yesterday, my kid was he was apparently found the um, the Pac Man cartoon on Netflix. He oh. asked me he asked me to play the original Pac Man so he could see okay. what it looked like. So this it wasn't news relevant. Um, Bandai sold off their U.S. Um, like arcade and unit, and it wasn't relevant to bring up. Do you know how much Pac-Man shit they actually release because of how often people discover Pac-Man? I, it's got to be a ton. I, I, ignoring now because of you know arcades, bars generally not being super you- open. It's yeah. like three to twelve new types of machines a year. Pac-Man branded ice hockey, new yeah. arcade games, old arcade games. They have one where it's like a twenty-foot screen. It's what called the like f- the world's biggest Pac-Man. Uh, yeah, Pac-Man is still relevant yes. in Pac- twenty twenty-one, Pac- and it astounds me. Yes, people discover wow, Pac-Man wow, constantly. Wow, wow. Yeah. It's. And it's like it's amazing because like he watches that cartoon and every so often they'll put in some of the original game music and he's like I heard that in your game this is so cool yeah it's yeah. 
Now, before we move on from L.A. Law, I'm sad they didn't do the sequel to Coach they filmed. Because <laughs> uh, they actually and most had... of the cast of Coach is like, they're still around doing stuff. Oh, no. Um, uh, yeah. Bill Fogerbach and Craig T. Nelson were in the pilot yeah. and were going to be main oh, characters I, in the I show. Bet. Craig the... T. Nelson was in, he was in Parenthood and... That and Fagger, well, I can't pronounce his name, but he's he's Patrick. Yeah, the only cast member <laughs> who was not going to be in the show was uh, Shelley Paveras because she was ill. Oh, so so they yeah. so they decided they weren't going to try to juggle reasons for her not to be around, minus maybe her being able to cameo. Yeah, they filmed the pilot, and then NBC went, "No, we think old people will watch this." Mm. And that was like the entire thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, so, can, why would you watch Coach now when you can watch Ted Lasso? I'd still watch Coach if I'm being honest. I fucking I love probably, Coach. I would it, probably would too. I actually really liked Coach. Yeah. It, such an entertaining and it got and it, the weird thing is you would have thought it would have failed when he when they changed the whole show two seasons no, from the end. And it was still, still was just okay. good. Yeah. Yeah, it was still solid. Yeah, and we need to move on before you and me start discussing Coach. Because I have then, no clue that, what the fuck you're talking about. Because then we'll talk about Cheers and Mash. I never, I never got into Cheers. I'll be honest, there. Mash is yeah. fucking glorious, though. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And before we move on, Dev, it was a sitcom about a college football coach. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't watch sitcoms. Yeah, and that's where most people, most older people, would recognize the guy who does the voice of Patrick from SpongeBob. <laughs> I also haven't watched SpongeBob. I don't watch SpongeBob either. I think I've caught it a few times when I was you've, oddly much you've younger. Seen the memes. If you've seen the memes, you can kind of imagine yeah. how Patrick sounds. Yes. And then we have art. So with the Digimon profile update, Trailmon got a reference book entry, which, yeah, that was fun for you, wasn't it? I just wanted to just kill everyone. Because, because I want to tie Wiki- them to the Trailmon tracks. Because Wikimon's format for Trailmon one is, track, one is to give each Trailmon its own page and then a universal oh, no. Trailmon page. And the Trailmon entry is both for Trailmon generically and, and the Worm, worm Trailmon, which is not <laughs> named Worm, it's just named Trailmon. <laughs> yeah, they, they wanted to, they were screaming in the one. Yeah. Discord about they how we have to delete all the other pages. Yeah. Like no, Wait, just, just chill out. And just then chill. and then it, and then in a crate and this is crazy because I don't remember the last time they did this. They fixed one of the shitty translations. I can't remember <laughs> the last time they did this. Oh, they changed, right, yeah. They changed Kazuchimon to, to Kazuchimon. I can't remember the last time that. the reference book. Amazed. The the reference book still hasn't fixed Holly mode, and that's like like here's the thing. <laughs> Plenty of people can oh, argue God. that Kaduchimon is a translation that l- does fit. But it's I mean, fucking stupid. It's stupid, yeah. but there is a way to translate that to that and go, this is a correct translation, even though it's wrong for reasons that we're not going to get into. But it is wrong. Holly mode is 100% wrong because we know what the word's supposed to be. Like, it's what there's. I don't care if you can translate it, it's wrong. And then we had episode art. So social arts, Holy Angemon with Excalibur. And then 
Matt, Kenji Watanabe is back and blowing everyone away again. And we get to see the little f- face mask eyes underneath, which a lot of people forget mm. that. Because they, yeah, they still have eyes. Well, they take yeah, that. He still has eyes. They, they take that interview out of context. The one where he says that underneath the Digimon, it's a wireframe. I believe he was specifically oh. answering a question about a video game. And so I believe it was like in an interview and they asked, oh, well, in the game, yeah. can you take off the yeah. mask? And he goes, well, under the mask would just be a wireframe. There's nothing modeled there. And oh, he's like, yeah, like, like Digimon world. Yeah. Like when your Digimon yeah. drops dead, it just yeah. turns into a wireframe. If there's, yeah, if, there's, <laughs> if there's no context in which you would have to see what's under the mask in the game, then yes. there's no point in drawing it. But what I mean is people will pull that line out of context and go, yeah, and then they're going to say no that face. there's actually really canonically nothing behind there. Yeah. And we've seen that's not true. Like Andromon, we know she has eyes. We see them. Yes. Uh, yes. Ophanimon, there's art <laughs> of Ophanimon with the mask off. Yes. So, yeah. I, gee, I wonder why, the, why, why they have their masks off and not Andromon. <laughs> uh, too many jokes can go on from there so let's move on to questions we'll get tripped up in those jokes guys in the chat you guys can throw them up if you want and the first question was someone wants to know why didn't Bandai in the West market Digimon more and the answer is they don't have to like I, I like because this, this definitely came up when people were getting upset about the excess like how much do you want them to market when they planned to launch pre-orders on Friday. Pre-orders accidentally went up on like Tuesday. They were sold out by Thursday. <laughs> how much do you want? How much? E- how much effort are they? They're putting you in the amount of it. effort they need. It's to. like if you're if you're selling out your lot, then you're good. Yeah. They 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 tweet about That's it. The they trick. put on Facebook. The trick they- with marketing is if you, there's already demand for it and it's built in and you don't have to worry about it. You don't actually have to promote. Yeah. They'll just come to you on their own. That's the ideal. Walking into random stores locally, there's Digimon shit on the shelves and then it disappears the next time that I'm there. So obviously it's selling. I bought, I bought some on Tuesday. Granted it was on clearance. The, uh, those keychain figures. Yeah. But Hey, they were still there. I bought some. Yeah. But yeah, it's, the mark I have a Mochimon and a Yokomon now. They are very much aware that Digimon fans talk and tend to swarm. Cause people swarmed for those fucking X's. I'm sad because yeah. I wanted one, but I didn't get a chance. Yeah. It's like, oh well, shit, hold on. There'll be more orders. Yeah, also that. because those are those are niche neat, kind of you know those are niche products. So yeah. you know a lot of people won't be that interested. The ones who are interested are going to get them. You don't yes. have to worry about. Also, them. I, I, ignoring that they do need to fix problems like the one oh seven, which isn't going to be correct. Those are problems. Those are different than like not marketing enough. I don't know what marketing do you want them to do they post about them on social media they generally and try to do con yeah they try to do contests and stuff like that when there's something to contest around there isn't much marketing they need to do at least for that type of product now we, we've yeah. seen like the anime and the games get advertised when they're coming out like everyone went mm-hmm. full court press for kazuna in the u.s 
for the V-Pets. And also remember, they're not out yet. They went up for pre-order. We're, we're kind of confused on the date, to be fair, because the pre-order says July and Bandai says October, and it, it's hard for Bandai to... for us to be sure if we should trust Bandai over Amazon at this point. But yeah, uh, the advertising that they do makes sense based on what they are. And I don't mean that in a mean way or to put it down, but they sold out before... They went up two days early and gone. The nature of this question just makes me uh, have to remind people time and time again that marketing is not just advertising. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Box art looks nice. Mm-hmm. That's marketing. Or picking the weird fucking 90s cup color. That is marketing. That feels like something a marketer designed, doesn't it? Because that's one of those things. Doesn't that feel like something? Whether you feel would... that's good marketing or bad marketing, it's still marketing. Well, some, it's gone, so obviously it, it's good. It is all part of the process. Someone one hundred percent went. These kids who are buying the Digimon stuff and in their thirties and forties now, they grew up in the nineties. They remember those weird, ugly Taco Bells. <laughs> Because here's the thing, once that color was shown, people went fucking nuts for a few days about that. That Making that color literally was free marketing in a way that the other three were not. And I don't mean that in an insulting way to the other three, but when people saw that color, it was like, holy shit, they understand the 90s. That is marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Matias wants to know, do we expect a 15th anniversary Savers Blu-ray like the others? Well, remember, only two of those were actually 15th anniversary ones. The Adventure and the O2 ones. Tamers and Frontier came out after the anniversary, and really, if we were going to get 15th anniversary Savers Blu-rays, we'd kind of need to know... I mean, look, they could do them in December, but... I could see them announcing... Actually, you know what? I That's actually a mistake on my part, because they could announce them at Digifest... Release them in March or April and save the 15th anniversary just having them come out at the end. Yeah. And that still technically would fit in, I think. Mm-hmm. Because it was uh, 2006. Yeah, my, my fingers are crossed for Digifest on that. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, do I expect Savers Blu-rays at some point? Yes. Do I know when? No. I would have expected them... To be ready to the problem with launching anything this year is 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 COVID mania. Yeah, like you know, you would have thought that might be something in April, but they launched they launched everything else in April. So yeah. April, yeah, like early like April, was a really bad time to introduce something new. Yeah, between it, the Metabot stuff and then all the Tamer stuff. Yeah, like Sabers would have been just lost in all of that. Yeah, so they're springing out to steal our yeah. wallets. Yeah, here's here's the, mm-hmm. and here's the thing. Tamers and Frontier both upscaled relatively nicely. So will Savers, if and when they get to it. And then all we then need is Crosswords and Atmon to get proper Blu-rays. Those are the shows that would actually benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah. God, I want Crosswords. I'd love Crosswords on Blu-ray. And then th- this felt like the, uh, I feel like I saw like fifty different people asking this. Does oh, the e- so too. does the episode make Devimon Takru's partner? No. no. Somebody somebody asked me that before I had actually watched the episode. 
Oh, I was maybe, doing something okay, else Saturday night, and I saw the tweet before I watched the episode. I'm like, "What?" And then I watched okay. the episode and went, "No." Yeah, I Although, sw- that would be funny if it was kind of like Mirai, where he gets to. Yeah, this is one of those weird things where they, they do should do that. Job, they right? should absolutely do that with Hikari. There but were anyway. so there were so many qu- like not sent into the show, but I saw this so much people trying to yeah. figure out yeah, trying. figure out the answer to a question the show never asked. And never yeah, even, really. like, hinted at. But hey, if you yeah. want fanfic fodder. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But even then, you don't need to involve Takeru in that. Galhart, you can, get, you can get your Angemon and Devimon action. Yeah. Um, Galhart, not going to ask that question because we're not generally going over the actual text you have to read for the guide. But from me, I would say it's been hinted at before the guide data. Don't want to spoil that for anyone who just doesn't want to know the guide data at all. Um, so yeah. And the, the, okay, I thought this was a joke question at first, and then I had to email them back because when I showed it to I think it was Dev, where she actually disagreed at what was being asked. And I actually got a response back. So this is not a joke question. Why does Bandai focus on nostalgia instead of porting Digimon World and other Digimon games? And I don't know how to answer that without being an asshole. I mean, what's like, the, the clarification here? Like Nostalgia as in releasing no, stuff that makes us nostalgic no, for De- old De- stuff? Dev had believed it was a question regarding newer games. Yeah, so I would assume right. that it, it is not. It is specific. Like, they are they are talking about Digimon World and other old Digimon games. So they're specifically asking, why are they focusing on nostalgia instead of porting old games, most of which weren't that good in the first place, and people only like yeah. due to nostalgia for that era of the brand. Yeah, you make people nostalgic for the games, and if you actually re-release the games, they might be less nostalgic. Yeah. Very good. I, I mean, and and even it was uh, at the Anime Expo panel where even Habu said the audience doesn't really want to see Digimon World anymore, and they have to figure out what changes to make to change that. Because yeah, I that's that's a bit of a conundrum because something that's that sort that's of what format it is. is yeah, that sort of format is kind of nice to have something in the franchise along those lines, but. The actual world games as they exist now just aren't that good. Yeah, that's why I thought they were like asking to like, it's like, oh, you mean you're not porting like Next Order or even like the re digitized series to Switch since they, you know, that would make sense. Here's the thing if they needed to delay, and I don't mean this as a joke, if they need to delay Survive Again and still have to sell something, they would be porting Next Order. It's just Unity Engine. They can, yeah. That's already yeah, on an engine that's easy to play. Cyber Sleuth on the Switch be yeah. easy to sell. They well, Cyber Sleuth was a lot it. more was a lot better received than Next Order as yeah. well. But I, uh, yeah, I'm just saying if they and decide, I'm not, gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. If they ported, um, if they ported Next Order to the Switch, I would get that. I'd give that a shot, but I wouldn't have my hopes up. Yeah, that that that's weird. Because here's the thing: the port of Cyber Sleuth. I would rank the game at like a C plus. It's good. It's good for what it is, but it's not 
good, it's, if that makes sense. And the response to that is, it's good for Digimon. Yes. Like, if you look at the general reviews for the game, everyone oh, no, absolutely. is gushing but, over the game, even though you're not wrong. But what I mean, but what I mean is, is for what those ports were, the price was generally good. But what for what they were, it was oh, it's an entire sub series. It's more polished versions of the original than we ever got because they kept completely revising the way that game worked, even though most people are unaware of it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's just so significantly different. It felt like it held value for even someone who owned it. If that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Ian wants to know, have we seen any Digimon in a language other than Japanese or English because you were familiar with it? Seen clips, not watched any to any length, just because... Yeah, I might have different. watched clips, and I, I don't think, you know, who hasn't resisted the urge to uh, to watch, to check out that weird Finnish dub? I, I, I remember liking the Italian opening to Adventure quite a bit. Very, very strange I, one, yeah. but like... Everyone loves the German opening, too. I mean, I've seen the German opening just because it came on autoplay at one point. But... <laughs> yeah. And then Galhart wants to know, would we play a theoretical Digimon Snap? Yes. I See, I don't know, because that's... It's just... Digimon is just built a little differently like that, so I don't know how much I'd enjoy... See, here's the thing. I could, I could explain a setup to Digimon Snap right now. And you'd go, oh no, that actually works. Are you ready? Okay. It's it's just the Digimon Saver CGI short, but you get sent instead of the Digimon. <laughs> you're, you're in you're in that you're in that fucking bowl thing, and you have a camera, and that's just Pokemon Snap. Like that yeah, is what Pokemon yeah. Snap is. They've already. I mean, if you're, yeah, make the if there was an element of going around and you know taking pictures as if they you know gathering data on different Digimon. And you also had to not get killed by them. <laughs> and I think you're on to something. No, okay, I okay, I got it. Are you ready? It's Pokemon Snap, but it also has quick time events for dodging, where you just like move your head slightly by hitting a button and you like dodge a fireball. That's perfect, but so, also so you're in a Digi Beetle. Yeah. Oh no, no, <laughs> yeah, you're in the thing from Savers. Yeah, keep that. You're you're in the Savers CGI thing, which basically was just the Digi Beetle, I think. Visually, yeah, yeah, keep you can keep that. I'm, I'm not, I'm yeah. not vetoing that. And that's then right. Ram- Ramon has a question that's no doubt. I think we people. take all of these ideas, we take all of these ideas and put them together, and I think we're onto something. Great, then it will be terrible. <laughs> Ramon's question is: Do we think so? It fits Digi- with the rest of the Digimon game franchise, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get uh, we'll get it out before Digimon survive. Yes. Do we think the Digital Monster X will sell more than the version 20th? For sure. I have no doubt. Because one, at this point, they've proven it works, and this one actually has new stuff. It's not just a re-release. So yeah, I think the Digimon X will outsell the 20th easily. Now, the asterisk there is versions, because there are a lot of those fucking things. So like, just the four X's? Are we gonna then get four X twos? Are we then gonna get seven X threes? If it's just the four X's and they never do more, then I'd say it didn't outsell them. But I would expect we'll see more. Don't you think so? I hope they come in more like Lisa Frank eye destroying colors. 
totally 90s. See, I'm trying to think, like, we need, like, a bright yellow one with blue accent. I think we've gotten that color, actually, oh now that I think God. about it. Actually, that yeah. thing looked like Pulsemon color. Oh God! That that it's gonna be. Ooh. We're gonna we're gonna see that we're gonna see that nasty piss color and just gonna call it. Oh, we're just gonna call, we're just gonna call it Mountain Dew color. <laughs> or 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 it or it's even or it's even worse, more green equivalent. What was it called? Surge. Uh, the transparent one is gonna have something to do with Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. What what was the shitty Mountain Dew from Coke? Was it Surge? Well, there's Surge. I mean, there's Mellow Yellow, which is still around. There's okay, Surge. No, Surge. Yeah, Sur- Surge. Um, yeah, I think Surge. it was Surge. Was Surge, pa- Surge paid for a themed ride at Magic Mountain near where I used to live. <laughs> oh my god. It was like, you, you, you'd go... I remember, Surge tried so hard. Oh, they really tried. And they keep re- trying to bring it back on. Hey, all these other sodas are doing it. You remember Surge, right? And everyone's just like, no. No. Yeah. Remember Jolt? Joel still exists. Is Joel still around? So oh my here's, god! Here's I thought the they would have gotten. I thought they were going to swept away by like the really hardcore stuff. So here's the issue with Loco. So here's the issue with Jolt is it kept reinventing itself. There was a point yeah. where I actually grabbed Jolt, and it came in like a giant bottle with like a battery top and like a meter to show you how much soda was in it. Oh my god. In I remember fact, I've, I, I've only had I only had one Jolt soda in my life, and it was a terrible decision to uh, get ahead of a jet lag on an overseas flight. <laughs> there's only there's only it did not work. There's only one random, little known off brand soda that's always a good decision, and that's RC Cola. Oh yes, there's a there is a bar in the town in one one town over that has RC on tap. Yeah, it's weird because RC is always the one you hear jokes about. But anytime I have RC, it's like, wow, this is really it's, fucking good. Yeah, RC is really good. Yeah, it's weird, but it's always the one that's like joked about how bad it is, and I've never even had a bad one. Yeah, RC is fine. RC is good. Yeah. I like RC better than like Pepsi. Galhart, what the fuck are you drinking? Pine soda? Like, is that a brand, or do you mean, like, pine flavor? Because, like, there is pine tea. That sounds fucking horrible. Are we going back to the pine flavor from your gum last week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that a joke that I missed? Mr. Clean-flavored gum. (laughs) Okay. Relevant to the next question, someone wants to know, do you think you try more Digimon food on stream? Because that was fun. The answer isn't no. So the answer isn't no. The answer is, is most of that stuff is, like, you know, event foods and like, yeah, like we're not going to so, get a hold of like the cafe stuff. Well, and like here's and the, the here's the issue with it. Let's say, for example, let's say one of them is something that's a drink that's basic, and I could make it here. You guys could make it there. What are we going to make it? You know, an hour and a half early, right as we're getting ready to record, hoping it holds up. Yeah. Do we stop the show early and then stick in a recorded portion where we did it? The gum just happened to be something stupid enough that could do. Yeah, like, and it was packaged. Yeah, but also it was also the unexpected of what it was. Like if we got the um, the stickers that come with the um, wafers, those just look like normal wafers with chocolate in them. There, there was mm-hmm. no. Can we, can we don't still make the uh, Diginoa from uh, Diginoa? Um, no, oh. no. Um, and then, uh, see, I was thinking of um, the yeah, Gatchamanoka. 
Yes. I actually I actually looked for for Gatch Monaco at uh, an Asian store when it would at the time when it would have been possible. Well, the the crossword stuff, I believe that was just a um, rebrand and reshaped version of what's the one brand of Panda cookies. I think they're just like, yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said, Air. Hello Panda. Yeah, I, that brand or whatever it was it was basically just that where it's you know the thin. Is that all those were? Is that all those were supposed to be? I thought that's what it was. Where yeah, it's just crossword. The everyone crosswords were just salivating over those damn things. I thought it's that's what like it was. Cereal, kind of. Yeah, right? I thought it was like a a a, a, a say more of a yeah like a salty snack like soup. chips or something. I mean, they had as a soup. Well, you can make that. You can make salty stuff into a soup. See, I thought it was just those panda cookies. Oh, yeah. So we're going to need to find someone on this crossword staff to clarify what Diginor actually was. Or some, or at least someone who's gotten the actual product. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I actually didn't know it was an actual product. Not the actual food itself, because, you know. Yeah, they, rare, they don't usually. Like... Sh- it's just this random yellow stuff. So See, it could I've... either be chips or or cereal or cookies and we honestly you know, I, don't now know. that i think about it, i think you're right because i think it was like they looked like tiny um like funyuns or something yeah yeah okay yeah you're right they weren't uh for some reason I, my, in my head well, i don't know if I'm, that's the thing i don't know if i'm right because like it looks like that but it could taste like a cookie this is the mystery we're gonna have to work on at some point is what man did you know actually tastes like I, i'm gonna go with tiny funyuns Okay, because I I also vaguely remember uh, I think it was on well, what's the one um, Dinner Impossible Mission Impossible mm-hmm. Restaurant one of those where like what, they, yeah they, the they, Iron Chef episode no 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 not that um where where Robert Irvin before he went to help oh. restaurants where they oh, they were like Impossible okay no no before Restaurant Impossible when he had a show where it wasn't helping restaurants but it was like oh, this place is going to hold an event and they only have X, so you have to help them. Oh, okay. I forgot it, it was the same. Yeah. It was it was still Robert Irvine, but it was like, um, like I remember one, it was Hershey's for their 100th anniversary wants to do a banquet and you have to use chocolate in every day. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that was done specifically to annoy him because he doesn't like mixing sweet with savory. Okay, Galhart says dinner impossible. There you go. Dinner impossible. Okay. Yeah, because same anyway, guy. Anyway, same, yeah. I'm going to mark down. The, I'm going to say my guess is is um is it tastes like Fritos. Uh, I'm going with tiny Funions? Funions. Yeah. Okay. I, I th- okay. Although I like Fritos better, so I kind of want to go with that. I can I don't like onion flavor, so yeah. In Fritos. in my in my heart, now that I'm thinking about it, and I remember them being like the tiny in- rings. The I mean the entire believability the feasibility of everything Cross Wars does hinge on Digi Noir tasting good so I have to be convinced it's something I like. Okay, how about how about this? Entire, wait, we'll, the comp- entire we'll compromise. Falls apart if it's we'll compromise. <laughs> the normal ones are Funyuns, but then they also have the flaming hot Funyuns that don't taste like onion. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bust that out for the special events. <laughs> And then let's see. I love that in 2021, we just spent like five minutes talking about Digi-Noir. Multi-Gamer wants to know, are we excited for E3? 
Sure. I forgot it existed. Okay. 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 I guess. uh, Okay. We need clarification because are you saying, are we excited for E3 because we expect Digimon news or just, hey, you guys like games? Video game because we play video games. Yeah. Like, like, here's the thing. I'm not big on generic rumors. I like all the Zelda rumors popping up, I'll say. Not that I believe them. Yes. But, like, yeah. Where it's like, oh, Skyward Sword is just an appetizer. We're gonna get re- we're gonna get ports of four other Zelda games this year. Not that I believe they're actually gonna throw five Zelda games at us in half a year. I'd love it to be true. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, my wallet wouldn't. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're we're getting a Switch remake of Skyward Sword, and then if you believe the rumor, they're porting the Wind Waker and Twilight yeah. Princess HD remakes, which that that's believable enough. And- that's aw- and that's uh, like that's awful for me because Breath of the Wild was the first 3D Zelda game I I got into and now I'm so hooked on it that like I would absolutely go back and try all of the other ones. So so I mean I loved all of those. My, so so I true, found so true I thing. found like a GameCube copy of I think it's Wind Waker in the back of my shelf oh. and I'm actually trying to rehook up my Wii and GameCube attacher controller just to play that again. Try that out. So, honest thing, and okay, AR won't know. Dev, what did you think of uh, Skyward Sword? Honestly, I did not get that far into it. I found the controls really fucking annoying. So, I found them annoying at times, but overall, I it clicked for me more than it seemed to for most people. And I kind of like that the structure was completely different than Zelda. And in my head, I completely understand how they went from Twilight Princess to that, then getting us Breath of the Wild. Where, like, they do Twilight Princess, which is very open, but also very empty. Mm-hmm. And then Skyward Sword, is it, it's, almost hi- it's almost hyper-linear in a way that Zelda games aren't. So it was kind of different and fun, even though I 100% understand why the controls drive people insane. I oddly, it just more or less worked for me. I say more or less because there were issues, but it clicked for me. In Breath of the Wild, I love Breath of the Wild, but it has kind of has the same <laughs> issue as Twilight Princess, where a lot of the world kind of feels empty, and they make it work for the story, but the story's also there to try to explain mm-hmm. that away. Yeah. The, yeah. And I really love like, Breath of the Wild. It's justifiably but... empty. But yes. Yeah, there are definitely spots where you just kind of wish something would happen. Yeah. And, and all joking aside, I really would have liked some more dungeons. Like, I understand the logic of, oh, they're mini dungeons, but a lot of them were you walk in, you accidentally shoot an arrow the wrong way, and a door slides open and you're done. And there's a bunch of them where it's like, oh, you made it in here. That's good. Well, the Divine Beasts were kind of like the classic dungeon. No, but I know. but And even those were a little small for Zelda standards. Small, and although at least the last one ends with you getting to ride a fucking motorcycle. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, so um, more Zelda's always good, including Remake. I would love to see an HD version of Ocarina of Time based on that 3DS port. Yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. uh, like the uh, Oracle series ported in the same manner as uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Oh, see, see, I'd love that also. I I will say this: I one hundred percent do 
it's one of those weird things that you don't hear people talk about. They'll talk about, oh, Link's Awakening so different than the rest of the franchise. It isn't anymore. It's not really. Almost, no. almost every game, Ocarina of Time Forward has more from has more to do with Link's Awakening than the classic mm-hmm. games. Well, the first yeah. one, I mean, it was kind of a good is a transition between. Yeah. Yeah. But like Ocarina of Time is 3D Link's Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it for quite. We got we got distracted by Coach and yeah, Zelda. Way distracted. I have stuff to do still tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I should eat food at some point. I should probably oh, do yeah. it also. You should. So, Ar, where can they find you? And do you have any stuff coming up? Yes. Uh, Digimon.firstagent.net is my review blog. First Agent ARP on Twitter, and I do have a new episode of or a new chapter of Nexus World coming tomorrow. That'll be fun. DevQ, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? It is going to be Atama Dekachimon, just so you know what you're getting into next week. <laughs> oh, good God. I'm going to have to read that one. Now, now, how often do we have to call him Fetus Agumon before it's said so commonly that you have to have it there as a search term somewhere? Uh, about 15 more times. Based okay. on the precedent of Agumon Hakase, I think you have to go Agumon Fetus mode or something. <laughs> Now, is there a I'll colon? Is there a colon nerd. before fetus or not? This new series loves colons, so yes. Yes, and uh, wasn't it was a question that was sent in, but not one that we put there. Someone asked, "How can they actually help the show before we get access to super chats?" And the answer is, subscribe, tell other people to subscribe, and review on iTunes. Suffer with us. Wow. And we'll be back next time to talk about Coach when they do decide to move forward with the sequel. And the, like, two new Law & Order shows they've announced in the past week and a half. <sighs> when they did the sequel, did they keep it the, at the pro level, or did he go back to Minnesota? Um, it was going to be that his uh, son was becoming a professional coach. But he's okay. so young. But he's okay. so young. They don't. They aren't sure if they should hire him. And he gets the idea of is he'll convince his dad to be the assistant. Oh. And, and the problem there is, is you've just told Hayden Fox to yeah, live your way. And the yeah. idea was that he was going to be, you know, like a modern man. And Hayden mm-hmm. is Hayden. Yeah. And, and then you and then Dauber, he's Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. And then and then Dauber was going to be retired and show up and then just not leave. <laughs> and it yep. was one of those weird things where you hear the setup. It's like. Wow, they actually knew exactly how to do more coach. And NBC went no after they yeah. filmed the pilot, which I still really want to see. So, yeah, so we will catch you guys next time, hopefully, with less or more discussion of Craig T. Nelson. I'm not sure which. So, we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.